From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. It's episode 26 of the show. Marking a, a half year under our belts under the Opinions Anonymous brand. And for our, our half birthday, we're giving the Johnny Come Latelys of the cast their time to shine. That's right. No Luke, no Adam. We've got me, Andy, your intrepid host for the week. And joining me, we've got the man with the thigh tan, our fearless gambling leader, Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Speaking of thigh tan, it's almost jorts season. Everyone remember to cut off your favorite pair of jeans in preparation. And I think we've got a great episode. I'm ready to get going. Sage advice. Love it. All right. And fresh off of what I can only assume is a delicious home-cooked meal and the love and support of his wife, we've got the one happily married man of the Opinions Anonymous crew, Other Luke. Luke, you are, of course, the Luke that was promised, the one true Luke this week how are you feeling oh after you talking me up like that i feel absolutely great uh <laughs> love the little dream sequence there of you imagining what married life could look like for you in 20 or 30 years <laughs> uh 20 or 30 years a very a conservative time ta- table for me that's that's good. i don't know that's- andy i think we'll be that happy when we're married to each other it'll be fine yeah, yeah, of course. Our domestic <laughs> partnership, the paperwork goes through for that in not too long. So that's uh, about time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that great introduction, uh, we've got a lot to be excited about for this episode. I'm really excited about it. Uh, some nice surprises for the anonymous listeners out there. But as always, we'll start off where we always do with your emails. You have an email. <laughs> Our first email today comes from Seymour in Springfield. He writes in and says a teenager got arrested for attempting an RKO on his principal. He wants to know what's the worst that we ever got in trouble in high school or elementary school. Um, I did want to add a little bit here to what Seymour said. This kid who got arrested for attempting to RKO his principal, which was a really weak RKO, and I think the principal just overreacted. Uh, But he actually has a history of this. Um, so after kind of becoming famous with this video, people kind of dug around and he had an old Instagram video that he had posted of jumping some barricade at the mall and like RKOing like this fake crocodile or something, (laughs) uh, causing a lot of property damage. So now apparently he's also going to court for that instance as well. (laughs) Property damage. I really love this that this wasn't a real crocodile, but and I guess we can't have everything, right? <laughs> we could have had, we could have been looking for the next Steve Irwin out here. Yeah. <laughs> Cro- crikey! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think this is a great opportunity for us in the opinions and honest faithful. Start a GoFundMe and pay for this kid's court fees. It would be great. It, it should be our next rallying cause. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, the money will surely just be pouring in after after this call, this call to action. 
Yeah, I don't know if I ever did anything too crazy to get in trouble. Uh, the only thing I ever got a detention for in high school was for running in the hallways, which seems odd because I don't run anywhere, so I don't know how I found myself in that situation. <laughs> um, in elementary, the only thing I ever got in trouble for was me and some other kid would just slide around on the floor of the buses and pinch people's legs because, you know, we were just little bus goblins doing that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's that one. <laughs> See, I don't picture young Kyle doing that. I picture Kyle nope. now doing that. <laughs> I, I mean, couldn't agree more. But I, I I could neither confirm nor deny that accusation. <laughs> I would just say I picture both young Kyle and current Kyle doing that, just never having stopped. I haven't really changed much, so I get it. <laughs> Was this like a drop dead Fred situation? Was this like your imaginary friend telling you to go do these things? Uh, no, it was just just all super crazy me. Just, I would just have loved to have seen the reaction when you like get to school and just covered in that bus floor oh, grime. We only did it on the way home because yeah, bus floors are way stickier than you would think. Actually, they're probably appropriately sticky for what you would think. I don't know how sticky you think bus floors should be. But they were pretty sticky. But the problem is my bus ride was like an hour long. What was I supposed to do to entertain myself? This is like before I had a, like a Walkman CD player or whatever, or an iPod. So I just brought a Beanie Baby in my book bag and we slid around on the floor together. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's fantastic. So I would say like you, Kyle, I didn't do a whole lot of running in high school. That's why my only detentions were ever for tardies. Uh <laughs> But <laughs> I did get in a little trouble in elementary school, fifth grade to be exact, and both times were complete bullshit, which I know everybody says, but I swear it's That's true. Right. The first incident occurred like yours dealing with lunch. Uh, so I was standing in lunch, favorite time of the day, pissed off because alphabetically I'm at the end of the line, so I have to wait longer than everybody else. And I don't remember the context. I, I don't remember what was going on that led up to this. But I got kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are, you were fifth grade. That's right around puberty. Can we, had your balls actually dropped at this point or was it just a kick to the groin? Oh, they, they had dropped and that, that sent them back up in. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> back a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working my whole life for those. You can't just do that. It appears as if I was a late bloomer, but I was just a double bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am in the lunch line, get kicked in the balls, down on the ground, like crying, cause, like a little puss, because hey, I got kicked <laughs> in the balls. So we both get sent to the principal's office for horseplay. <laughs> horseplay. <laughs> Which I think horseplay translate to horse shit here because I did absolutely nothing other than be fat and hungry. I love to imagine that you like literally walked in and as soon as you heard horseplay, you're like, more like horse shit. <laughs> oh, if only. Do you remember what was for lunch that day that you were so excited about? I, I honestly don't. I wish I did. I should have should have taken it down, written it in a journal. <laughs> So did you, I mean, asking the obvious question here, but did you actually get to eat that day? Yeah, they actually 
brought us lunches to the office and we were in separate rooms so they could like question us each separately <laughs> to like see what happened. Once again, I don't remember what I said or what was going on, but I was like, like I can't imagine like it'd be so weird getting like yelled at by the principal while you're eating. Just like, <laughs> hey man, can we do this later? Like Well one thing I actually do remember about this is one of the things I was the most freaked out about was how to explain it. Because I was sitting there thinking, I can't use the word balls. I can't use the word dick. How do I tell them what went on? <laughs> Look, the other kid had told them that he hit me in the groin. And I was like, great word. Fantastic. Good job. Just stand up and start clapping for him. Like, good job. <laughs> I was sitting there the whole time like, how do I keep a straight face and tell them I got hit in the balls? I, got <laughs> I can't say that to an adult. That's a bad word. I, I can't even keep a straight face listening to you talk about it now. So I, I would have loved to hear this other kid's explanation too. He's like, "Do you do you know why we brought you down? Or what what happened in the line? I don't know. I kicked him and kicked him right in the dick, man. <laughs> Not really anything else to it. They're like, he shit, wouldn't shut up about the Salisbury steak, so I just put him in his place." <laughs> All right, well, my second situation since fifth grade was such a troubling year for me. Uh, we had a substitute teacher. And Kyle, I know you can kind of feel for me on this. Those desks in elementary school were not made for taller or larger individuals. They were absolutely not awful. big boy friendly. No. So we have this substitute teacher. She's passing out some papers. And I take the chance to lean back, pop my back, stretch my legs out because. You have to in order to not just like cripple up and die. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she yelled at me and I got in trouble because she claims that I was stretching my legs out to intentionally try and trip her. <laughs> Why? Do you, remember I, sub, do you remember who the sub was? I do, but I'd feel bad making names, <laughs> saying names. Hey, this is Opinions Anonymous. We like to keep everybody anonymous. <laughs> Clearly, every time I see her, I still get angry about this. <laughs> you can try to trip her in real life now. Yeah. Next time you see her, bring her down. But no, I, I yeah. ended up having to sit on the wall for a week copying history cards because Ooh. she told the teacher Ooh. that I had done it intentionally. I was just stretching yes. a week. My God. Well, the good news is that happened in like whenever that was, I don't know, early 2000s or something for us, because if. If you tried to, like, you would go to jail for assault for that now, I think. <laughs> uh, we, do, yeah. we do not condone violence against substitute teachers. They I put think. the school on lockdown because it's like, he's, he's attacking a teacher. <laughs> I probably would have been expelled. I'm lucky I just got the history cards. Well, Luke, I uh, as bad as fifth grade sounds like it already was for you with those two stories, uh, my story actually also took place in fifth grade. And we were in the same class in fifth grade, Luke and I were. This involves you very heavily, and I'm surprised, a little thrilled that it wasn't your story, because I, I kind of thought it might be, as you mentioned, that these happened in fifth grade. But... <laughs> It also involves a little bit of a little bit of wall sitting at recess. So for whatever reason, when we were in fifth grade, at some point, the basically like the whole class got in trouble for some reason, probably just being like rowdy and talking too much or something like that. So the whole class got the punishment of sitting, standing on the wall for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes at the beginning of recess or whatnot. And 
you and I, Luke, we were we were standing right next to each other during this time, and we broke what I would consider the cardinal rule of standing on the wall that you don't do. You don't talk to each other, and we were talking to each other. So, <gasps> yeah, I know. Earth How shattered. dare you? <laughs> so, so we get back in from recess, and like it, a bunch of people get get in trouble for having t- been talking on the wall. The whole class was up there. I mean, what did they expect? But so they kind of go down the, the, the line, like person by person, like, okay, you were talking to this person. Like you guys are both on the wall next recess and they get down to me and you. And I don't know, I don't know exactly how it happened. If this was just kind of a, like a, a knowing thing, like a telepathic connection that we had, but you, they got to you and said, Luke, you and Andy were talking to each other. And for whatever reason, you completely fell on the sword for me. You said, no, no, no. I was talking to Andy. He never talked to me. And and they believed it, which it was totally not true. So it was a great lie. But they believed it. So I'm off scot-free. I get out of there. I get my full recess the next day. And you took the ultimate hit for the team and stood on that wall by yourself the next recess. Oh, man. Basically, it was it was like a Schindler's List moment for us. Like you <laughs> You set me free, and I, I'll never. I don't think I'll ever be able to repay you. I, I don't think I've ever properly tried, to be honest. And really, I won't ever do that. But I, I did want to take this moment publicly to to thank you for that instance of keeping me from standing on the wall at recess. Well, I, I truly do appreciate being thanked for something I have no recollection of. Glad I could be <laughs> such a such a unknowingly awesome person. Uh, that really doesn't surprise me because my voice carried so much. I was always the kid where they'd come from three classrooms down and say, hey, we could hear you talking. <laughs> so, so it was probably very believable to them that I was the only person they heard. <laughs> I, don't think it was, I think it was more of a case of like we were very clearly we were just like whispering to each other but very clearly doing so and they were they, you know the whole class was on the wall it wasn't like there was much for the the people watching us at recess to to check out like they were just sitting there staring at us and probably just saw us talking to each other and they're like what, what are you guys doing but <laughs> subtlety yeah. has never been my strong suit <laughs> there's like look at these little idiots talking on the wall <laughs> Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was basically at that moment that I knew that one day we were destined to host a podcast together. So, a very formative <laughs> moment in our friendship. <sighs> so good. <laughs> okay, so, clearly, I mean, you know, we're not out here RKOing principles, but pretty uh, pretty serious trouble we got ourselves into. Glad we <laughs> really, really turned our lives around here. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We were headed down a dark path. Okay, uh, we've got another email from Esmeralda from Paris. Ooh. She wants to know if the Cathedral of Notre Dame catching fire is a sign that we're all doomed. Great question. Mm. Has anyone found Quasimodo yet? Like, That's all I was concerned about. Did the hunchback get out? <laughs> well, I mean, in my personal opinion... I could care less because that is the number one worst Disney movie of all time, according to my definitive rankings. So <laughs> maybe this is maybe that's what it was. Maybe someone read that and they were like, "You're yeah, right, that that movie sucks. Yeah, Let's burn it down." <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> oh, so so Seth Rollins did this, is what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Uh, I, you can never he, rule him out. And does he have an alibi? Of... I'd like to hear it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is probably the least convincing sign that we're all doomed. I would say we're all doomed for a ma- many different reasons. Oh, oh heavens! Yes. It's... <laughs> this is far from like the the tipping point here. I mean, I'd imagine like buildings that were built in the 1300s are just kind of flammable. It seems to be that was the issue. I don't know. It's yeah, it sucks. It's a part of history, but I don't know. I'm not going to act like I'm super heartbroken over it. I mean, they've already got a ton of donations to like rebuild it. And, and to me, yeah, it's awesome. It's cool. It's old. But if they rebuild it, like it's not going to mean any less, you know, like it's right. still an amazing cathedral, whether it was built forever ago or last week right yeah i, I mean in in my world like they could have never said anything about it and i could have gone there like next year and it'd been like half rebuilt and i would have been like oh huh weird i guess they're yeah, adding like, on or something i would have never known like if i still ever find myself there in person i'm still gonna be just as appreciative it'll it'll be okay the thing that i read though is that like it happened because they were renovating it so like whoever this renovator is god i bet he doesn't get another renovating job the rest of his career <laughs> he is fucked yeah he kind of went the opposite direction <laughs> of what they were asking for oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what happened they pull up like security footage there's a guy like trying to weld two pieces of wood together <laughs> like, i don't know why this isn't working guys <laughs> He was just Nothing trying to plans. create more work for himself. I, I think he was, it right, was a stroke yeah. of genius that just kind of went wrong. <laughs> if it works great on metal, it's got to work on wood. All right. Anyway, thanks for all of the emails, listeners. Always appreciated. Now time to jump into a, a new favorite segment of ours. We've got Other Luke's Joke of the Week. Well, I, I've actually got a name change for you this week. So right. we, we had mentioned before that, that when I wrestled, my name was Bubba Nasty. We have, we have talked about that. Actually, moving forward, my new wrestler name is going to be Off in Church. Because nobody beats Off in Church. <laughs> you got me. You got me going that one. <laughs> oh, I'm really man. starting to learn how this joke thing works. <laughs> what a great segment. What a great segment. <sighs> Very good. Very good, Luke. Whew. I don't know how we follow that, but... <laughs> okay, so moving right along, we've got a... Uh, I've got a little bit of a surprise in store for the... The folks of the listeners of Opinions Anonymous, you know, we used to long ago, long before we started this, this podcast under this name, we did a, an old podcast called the best podcast you've never heard. And in that podcast, we had what some would call maybe the greatest podcast segment anyone had ever come up with, but it's time to bring back an old favorite. This is the best segment you've ever nerd. Talk nerdy to me. That's right. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, you guys weren't here, so I'm bringing it back. The best segment you've ever heard. Without Luke or Adam, this is great. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't imagine how mad Adam will be. This is this is just I'm tickled pink by this. So this is just a segment where I, the resident nerd expert of this podcast, basically we just run through a couple of random topics that I've been thinking about from the nerd world. So other Luke and Kyle, if you'll indulge me, we're gonna jump right into this. And I've got a few things here, a few let's call them sub segments because I spent a little bit of time thinking up dumb titles for all of these. Uh, the first one, six to midnight. That's right. We've got <laughs> this segment. We've got the Star Wars Episode Nine title and trailer were revealed this week. Title is The Rise of Skywalker. That's right. A lot of boner jokes coming out about that. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. So first question about this. What do you guys think of the title? Is it good? Does it make sense? Is it bad? I'll go ahead and jump on this real quick because I feel like most of the rest of this topic will fall between you two. Uh, Star Wars is good, but it's never anything I got super into. Like with the name Luke, of course, I've heard Luke, I am your father my entire life. So I think that's kind of uh, yeah. pushed me away from the that's Star Wars suck. franchise. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> no, you're fine. Like it doesn't bother <laughs> me. I think just subconsciously, you know, it's just kind of eh. But as far as just rating the title i i personally think it's pretty awful like mm -hmm. like yeah. you have so many cool things you could go with and that's that's about as generic as it can get that and like it isn't the rise of i don't know unless something crazy happens and we find out there's another skywalker i don't know potential spoiler but like what is the, who is the rising skywalker because the skywalkers rose in like episode Four when Luke found out he was a Jedi, right? Well, if it's a new Skywalker, then why would they spoil it right in the title? That would be awful. But that it has to be that, right? What else could be the rise of Skywalker? Unless it's like we will raise you up on eagles' wings, kind of rise. <laughs> 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 they're probably probably going to include a lot of hymns in this movie. Yes. If I had to guess, that's the most fire church hymn of all time. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Should have saved that for opinion of the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you bring up a good point because, I mean, spoiler alerts for the last, I guess, episode eight, which wasn't the last Star Wars movie, but was the last in this trilogy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Luke's dead, right? Right. Yeah. So Rise of Skywalker is, I mean, is it a spoiler? Is it just nonsense? I don't know. So right. maybe work on that. Star Wars, J.J. Abrams think about it um the one other thing i wanted to mention on this kyle i know you just watched the trailer oh boy did i for yes. those of you who did watch the trailer at the end you hear the line no one's ever really gone followed by a a kind of evil laugh sounds quite a bit like the emperor from the it original sure did. Trilogy. i yep. agree with you on that one it did so is he gonna come back does that make sense in any way i don't know i mean i don't know if it makes sense I don't mm -hmm. know if I'd be mad about it, though. What I'm the maddest about is that the Emperor Snoke guy, we never got to figure out what his deal was. He was pretty intriguing, and then he was just dead. Now, I believe he was his official title was maybe Supreme Leader. Yes. Makes him sound a lot like maybe like the leader of North Korea. So yeah. I don't know how I that. But yeah, I don't, I don't foresee him coming back because he straight up got like sliced in half. Right. I know. So, so. I, I think they, they pretty much finished the job there. But how can the emperor come back? Does it make any sense? Is he a force ghost? 
potential Forest ghost mm, could be potential yeah i don't i don't know but you're right that laugh did sound a lot like him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i almost I, I hope it is i really do not that I, I mean i don't know that much could make me really all that excited about this one i thought the last one was pretty bad i thought the i thought episode seven was fine but nothing to get excited about um i don't know hopefully they've upped their game for the third mm-hmm. the third installment of this new trilogy <laughs> I'm pretty easily entertained, so I'll get all geek up, geeked up about it and go watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Moving on to the next segment, Jeopardy Killer. All right. So, man, Kyle, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. I'm way excited about it. Just oh, yeah. finished watching today's episode of Jeopardy. And the big news, of course, a guy named James Holtower. He's absolutely he's like breaking people's spirits in jeopardy he's crushing their souls he is demoralizing his opponents in jeopardy right now he's he's on i I don't even know how many days he's been going at this point but he's has the as of today's episode that i watched he has the four highest one day totals in history today he got to a hundred and thirty thousand dollars at the end he won with a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in winnings so as far as like the all-time totals go, he's a ways behind Ken Jennings, the like all-time famous Jeopardy whiz. Ken Jennings won 74 episodes in a row and earned two and a half million dollars. This guy's over like 600K total right now. Mm-hmm. And he's only been on for like, I don't, it's, it's only been like a, like a week or so. Right. Maybe yeah, like per per episode winnings are out the roof. I mean, like he's going to pass Ken Jennings by the time he gets to like, 15 or 20, I want to say at this point. God, it'd be awesome. Still got a ways to go. But so, okay, my question about this, I don't know how big a Jeopardy fans you guys are. I absolutely love it. Uh, just watching the episode today, I was so jazzed up. Do we, are we cheering for this cat to break the record? Or is Ken Jennings still the number one in our hearts? Do we want him to hold on to it? I will say, I, I think now this makes me maybe understand what people who love Tiger love about Tiger calling back that email from earlier because they'll talk about how he dominated and it was awesome. And I get all jazzed up for Mr. Holzhauer to just go crush people. It's awesome. I think the only person cheering against him is Ken Jennings because if if he wins, then who does he become? Just the second highest score ever in Jeopardy? You don't, you don't, that guy fades away into history. But no, I am absolutely rooting for him to win. Because his day job, he's a professional gambler. How can I not love this guy? He's awesome. I, I want to be him. I I stand James. I want – let's pr- put it on a shirt. <laughs> Team James. Love it. Well, see, I, I, I think I'm actually with Ken Jennings and hating this guy. Oh. I, I do want to go ahead and I just want to point out that 130000 today, people go on 10-day winning streaks and don't get a total of 130000 so like yeah. this yes. is absolutely awesome. unprecedented. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But like he just he looks and he sounds and he just acts like a complete dick bag. Like, <laughs> like my, my guy. <laughs> like if you want if you want to compare it to wrestling, it's almost like Ken Jennings is like the Hulk Hogan, the ultimate face, and this guy is like the <laughs> Russian heel that, you know, everybody wants to wants to, you know, hate. And like I, I'm all on board with Ken Jennings. He was always so nice and personable. And this dude with the soul crushing and everything, like I think that's his actual goal in life. And I, I just can't get behind that. But his his 
knowledge and the way he plays the game absolutely fantastic just not a fan of him yeah it was kind of it was a sight to behold i'll be honest this was the first episode of his run that i've watched today and he so like just right off the jump he starts at the thousand dollar category and just mm-hmm. like snakes he like does all the thousands then moves up to all the 800s then and like just keeps going like that like that's his strategy he just starts the big ones and just kind of like snakes his way up it's really odd it's but wild yeah so it's quick so, it was amazing. I, I think it's so much more exciting to watch because like your brain doesn't know what's coming next mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and he's just just so fast with his answers with everything it, and, it, it, like you said it's hard to keep up with even fast like his buzzer like the episode i saw like the other competitors were getting mad that they couldn't buzz in as quick as him like they knew he was just quicker it was Mm -hmm. incredible yeah he just has it down and so today at the end of the at at final jeopardy before final jeopardy he was at like 75 grand or something like that and his two opponents were both at like five thousand dollars so it was just like like even they got to the the final clue in double jeopardy and alex is like well well, guys, you ran into a buzzsaw here. I was like, oh, like, Alex is like, you guys basically suck. That's totally besides the point that I like even not even dealing with the question that I asked about. But to get back to that, are we cheering for Ken Jennings to keep his record or are we cheering for this guy? In my opinion, it doesn't really matter because I feel like James Holsauer, if that's how you pronounce his last name, that name isn't going to stick with people as much as Ken Jennings. So I feel like Pearl. Ken Jennings will forever be the, like the guy, unless this guy goes for like a year or something like that. But I, I feel like eventually he'll run like 74 episodes was such a long time. So Ken Jennings was like there for forever. If this guy mm-hmm. does that, maybe he, maybe he keeps that. I mean, if shit, if he does that, he's going to win like, 40 million dollars yeah <laughs> he's gonna be loaded. So maybe then he maybe then he passes ken jennings but ken jennings has the name that is easy to remember that everybody already knows i don't know if he gets surpassed even if the record gets broken i, I like how bold you were on that take i'm gonna make an opinion on this and my opinion is i'm not picking either of them <laughs> well, it, it was sort of a it doesn't matter what <laughs> but it, it was it, it wasn't even like it doesn't matter because it does matter what your name is. Yeah, that, that, I does. think that was your whole argument was that the name it, is all that it does. Everything. Are you telling yeah. me the Rock lied to us? I was yeah. told it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> so great, great segue into some WWE news. Uh, our next segment: Shake It Off. That's right. We had WWE Superstar Shake Up was on SmackDown and Raw this week. Want to get your guys' thoughts on the changes um, just to kind of break down the, the notable ones for me. Uh, there weren't The list isn't hugely long, but just the notable ones. For Raw, we now have AJ Styles, we've got The Miz, and we've got Ricochet and Aleister Black on Raw now. And moving to SmackDown, we had Roman Reigns. We had the, this is notable, the Intercontinental Champ, Finn Balor, Elias, fan favorite and coming up from nxt we had Kyrie sane uh my love my absolute love Kyrie sane uh, although without io shirai which is a little disappointing but good for Kyrie to come up on her own um what do you guys think about the the changes to both brands here i i got a couple quick things i can jump in here with uh when mm-hmm. you're talking about raw listing the the immediate impact. I, I think you have to mention the Usos. 
probably the best tag team on the planet. I think they were one of the main reasons why SmackDown's tag team scene between them and the New Day was so great. And now I think mm-hmm. Raw's is better just by moving them over there. I think that's how good and how important they are. Excited to see AJ with the different different matchups to, to get in with him. On the SmackDown side, the two things that I really want to point out that you didn't mention. Well, I guess I'll mention Kyrie Sane real quick. I'm okay with her coming up without EO, but I feel bad for Asuka from being such a dominant force to now being in a tag team with this kind of rookie, I guess you could call her, you know, to the main roster. I feel like that's definitely a downgrade for her. It, it also, I mean, it it feels, this might just be what they're more naturally comfortable with. Cause like, Hey, Asuka and Kairi Sane are both from Japan. Like maybe they'll, they just work better because they, you know, speak the same language and kind of came up in the same scene. But <laughs> you move Kairi Sane from in NXT tagging with Io Shirai and then move her up to SmackDown. It's like, all right, you're going to tag with the other Japanese lady. <laughs> well, for Kairi, I think it's great because, I mean, you have a veteran now to kind of help you with that transition and kind of teach you all the different things. And somebody that, you know, knows your native language is, is going to be a huge help to her. So mm-hmm. from her standpoint, I think it's a great thing. I just feel bad for Asuka because she should still just be dominating everybody like she used to. Um, mm-hmm. One name on SmackDown you didn't mention was Buddy Murphy. I am a huge Buddy Murphy fan. So when they're bringing these guys from 205 Live to the main roster, like they also did with Cedric Alexander on Raw, like I yep. really want to see what they do with him in the mid-card scene because I think he can go toe-to-toe with anybody on the roster and hold his own. Yeah, I'd say out of the 205 guys, like Buddy is, I don't know, he just seems like he stacks up well enough against like the rest of the roster where he's kind of a, it, even though he's on 205 Live, he still looks like a big, powerful dude that can do a lot there. So yeah. I, I think he'll fit in well in that scene. Yeah, not not to try and take this over too much, but my last thing that I, I want to <laughs> mention, so excited for Finn Balor to come to SmackDown because that's the show where the smaller guys actually have had a chance in the past with AJ and Daniel Bryan and Kofi now, you know, whereas Raw's kind of been the land of the Giants. I also love the move of Roman Reigns going to SmackDown. He needs kind of that fresh start, some new matchups, but I hate the fact that both of them came. Individually love it, but I feel like with Roman on SmackDown, that kind of lowers Balor down the card and doesn't really give him that chance to rise up to the top. Yeah, what what do you think it means that he has, that he's bringing the Intercontinental title over to SmackDown? I always feel like throughout the next week or two, they can change anything they want. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I feel like either somebody is going to stick around a little longer and, oh, I want to challenge for the title and, you know, win the title off of Joe. Or next week, they're just going to be like, hey, we're moving Joe to Raw. We forgot to announce it last week. Like somehow they have to get (laughs) one of the titles back to Raw. It would be a very it would be a very Samoa Joe thing to just like be like yeah i wasn't about that superstar shakeup thing but now i'm on raw like just the (laughs) next week like "Eh, this is i'm here now deal with it nobody's gonna tell him no Mm -hmm. yeah always an exciting time when you have a lot of movement going on uh, especially you know some people at the top of the card uh i mean you mentioned that usos making the raw tag team division that much stronger 
mean, you also have Ricochet and Alistair Black going over there. If they remain as the tag team, then that division is is really hot all of a sudden. And the SmackDown tag division, it just takes a huge dip, if you ask me. So we'll see how that how that works out. But overall, I mean, nothing nothing earth shattering here for me. Um, just ex- always excited to see people move around and, and get some new some new matchups, like you said. So um, we'll see what comes of it. All right, moving on. Got our last segment here in the best segment you've ever nerd. Taking her to Crown Town. <laughs> <laughs> it was a toss up between that or taking her to Hound Town. Oh, uh, I don't know which of those, whichever of those you guys think is better. That one would have been great if in parentheses you put doggy style. <laughs> good stuff uh so this of course is our since luke and adam aren't here we're gonna dive head first into the game of thrones final from this past Sunday. uh man it'd be really nice if our editing team could get this episode put out before the next episode airs so we're not talking about two episodes ago uh, i just comes out I'm, I'm the gambling expert and i'm gonna say it won't happen put put your mortgage <laughs> on the fact that this still won't be released till monday Hard no. All right. Um, so season premiere on Sunday. Uh, well, before I guess before I ask other Luke Kyle, you guys both watch because this is pretty important. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. okay I actually great. rewatched last night too. <laughs> That's the kind I, of I commitment. Can't, I can't go one. Yeah. I can't go a whole week on only one episode of Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm. especially after if you're like me, I just watched the entire series for the last like 40 days oh right so yeah i am i am jones in right now um That's awesome so i just want to really quickly uh, you know kind of go through and i should have writ- wrote down like a list of what happened in the episode so maybe let's not go through beat by beat but what what stood out to you guys about this episode how do you think it ranks in terms of like i, I have a really hard time being unbiased about it because i'm like new episode of game of thrones this is the greatest episode i've ever seen right it's been two but i'm really high on it do you guys have any thoughts about like where you think this probably ranks i mean we don't have to put a number on it but was it good was it bad what are your overall feelings and then we can talk a little bit more about some of the specifics i thought it was good i'm like i know some people not a lot happened i'm okay with saying that if you're someone who wants all the blood the violence the sex although there was Still a scene with three naked women in it, so I don't know how you complain about the lack of sex. We just saw some titties. Be happy with titties, all right? But okay, so I, my <laughs> favorite moment from the entire episode was like Ron the opening credit right after the HBO hilarious. logo. <laughs> no, right after the HBO logo where it's like adult language, nudity. adult content, sexual content, nudity, <laughs> violence. It was like the full gamut. Huge fan of that big N popping up. Nudity. Oh, yeah. That's what we're all here for. <laughs> but I, I still thought it was a good episode because it really set everything into place and it really, if you want to say nothing happened, that means these last five episodes have to be absolutely jam packed. I'm going to agree with kind of the nothing happened, but I'm very happy about that because I didn't go through and rewatch all the episodes. I didn't even watch the, you know, 16 minute recap of all the seasons that everybody was talking about. I just kind of went in kind of cold. So I think it did a great job of reminding people where everything's at and where everything's going. That's an underrated yeah. take, I would say. That really, really good point because having watched everything, like I knew exactly where everyone was. But like you said, if it's if you're cold, that, that does do a, it's a really nice reset. And we we checked in with basically everybody and kind of you know just just got a lot of that exposition out of the way. I thought so. 
just my thoughts really quick. Fine episode, probably lands smack in the middle somewhere between actual good episodes and bad episodes. There's, there are bad episodes. I'll say that. And this didn't strike me as one of those. Um, a couple of, and people are acting like not a lot happened. And this is the point that I want to bring up. We got some of the biggest, like, bombshell moments that people have been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no one seems to really, I mean, people are recognizing them, but like, these are huge things. If they happen like middle of last season when we're not all jonesing for a new episode, these are huge moments. You have Jon Snow riding a dragon. Right. right? We didn't know if that was going to happen at all. We didn't know if anybody else was going to be able to do that. And very underrated. Yeah. We have Jon Snow finding out that he is the trueborn heir to the the throne, the trueborn son of Rhaegar and and Lyanna Stark. I think I said Rhaegon, which isn't is that it's Rhaegar, I believe. Rhaegar yeah. <laughs> sounds like a super dragon. sweet Pokemon though, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Daenerys' brother Raygun. <laughs> Raygun. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and that's that's my theory on how the whole thing ends. Yep. Ronald Reagan. He is the trueborn <laughs> heir to the presidency, the trueborn son of Ronald and Nancy Reagan. <laughs> but yeah, two huge moments. You have all the all the people meeting up for like either for the first time or being reunited. Um, you have the the Golden Company coming over to back Cersei. I, I mean, there's a lot going on. Underrated in terms of things that actually happen. A lot of people, like you said, I think a lot of people are out there looking for dragons to start roasting people. A lot of people are looking for people to start dying off. And a lot of people are looking for big battles, which we know are coming up. Still a ton going on in this episode. So I, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was it was a good time. Okay, uh, number one, real quick, number one best moment from this episode. What do you got? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if it was the best moment, but definitely the one that's easiest to make fun of. So I was into that. Is when Cersei said the whole "if you want a whore buyer, if you want a queen earner, and then fuck the guy thirty seconds later." It's like, all right, so we're just gonna whore around anyway. Like that was the most chick move ever, ever. That just that's mash cut up. to fucking right. Yeah, like no, you can't have me. You gotta earn me. But I don't know. You're looking all right in those weird leather pants you got. Come on, let's see what you got, homeboy. <laughs> Fucked him anyway. <laughs> like, she's supposed to be like the baddest bitch queen ever, and all it, all it took was saying you broke my heart to get her in the bed. It's like all right, all girls are the same. It's okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if it's better than that, but my my favorite <laughs> moment from the episode was when John and Arya finally kind of reunited, and he asked her. If she'd ever had to use needle before, it's like that was good. Uh, no, <laughs> she's been killing the fuck out of some people. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I just feel awkward even watching that. Like, if he only knew. <laughs> there was a, speaking of that moment, I did see someone posted online a couple of screenshots of like, there's a, a perfect mirror of when he gives her needle kind of how he hands it out to her and she takes it for the first time versus how, when like he asked, he's like, you still got it. And she does the same thing back to him, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, kind of coming full circle from the first season. Pretty neat there. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. yeah uh, it was, uh, it, it literally is like just the exact same motion for that. So kind of cool. 
credit to the showrunners. They they put in a lot of things like that. They don't forget details. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That's why it's so much fun to rewatch episodes still. Because you notice mm-hmm. something different every time. All right, my number one moment. I, I can't believe you guys didn't touch on this. After John and Danny go riding on their dragons, they find their spot to curl up and bang when they're just straight up making out and John's looking over her shoulder and Drogon's just like <laughs> giving him the mean mug like what's oh up God, buddy it was awesome. I don't think so pal it's like the it's the equivalent of in Happy Gilmore the guy who keeps shaking his head at Shooter McGavin all the time he just looks up and the guy's like <laughs> shaking his head <laughs> except it was a enormous dragon that feels like it's gonna eat John if he goes any further so that was a great moment for me it was that was pretty hilarious. There was there were a lot of like laugh moments in this episode. There really were. I, it's almost it's almost a little concerning that there's maybe not going to be that many more of those to go. Yeah. It's going to start to get real real serious. Everybody's going to get all fucked up, and I'm going to be sad. And <laughs> that's all right. I'm here for it. Good stuff. All right. So moving on. That was the best segment you've ever heard. And speaking of top moments, we're going to move into this. Is a a very special version of the top three and i we've been buzzing about this since we came up with the idea uh admittedly last night at like 10 p.m but we're going to discuss our top cartoons of all time and i want to do we're going to do it a little bit differently we decided we have just way too many to talk about for just a top three so we're going to expand this out to a top five Five, and we're going to go five top five top we're going to we're going to do it as a as a draft rather than just a traditional top three. So that way, I don't know. Someone somehow ends up with bragging rights. I don't really know what you get if you have the best lineup. I don't think it really matters. The stakes are incredibly low for this, but it's true. I, we're, we're going to do a draft, and I, I hate to say it, but I, I randomly decided the draft order prior to the episode. So drafting first will be yours truly followed up by Kyle, followed by Luke. And we're going to go snake draft. I know there's five rounds, so it's uneven, and Luke will end up with the last pick in the first round and the last round. So sorry about your luck, pal. But I have a feeling, (laughs) I have a feeling, and by that I mean I fully intend on going through basically every one of my honorable mentions, which is an incredibly long list. (laughs) So with with that, uh, I'm going to start out with my number one pick and – God damn it, if I didn't really decide this beforehand. We were talking strategy a little bit before the episode started. I'm like, my my top pick, my favorite, I think will be on the board for a while, so I'm going to skip over it. With the number one overall pick, I'm going to take... I'm going to take DuckTales. Ooh. The number one overall pick in the cartoon draft. So we kind of skip glossed over a little bit, but I wanted to... I, I want to break down the rules really quick, kind of how I set them out. I want to stick to TV shows, uh, but it includes all categories. So you can do your adult swim type stuff, your your uh, adult-oriented co- cartoons, your old school stuff, your regular kid stuff. Um, anything that it was an actual television show, I'm including in this. So we're not doing movies, no Disney movies, anything like that. But anything that was an actual cartoon, we're going for. I'm leading off with DuckTales. Something that it was honestly like when I was very, very young is when it was actually on the air, but made a comeback with a new version of it like a couple of years ago. I haven't really watched that. Don't really care about it. But 
God damn it, if that theme song doesn't just get me riled up <laughs> every time I hear it. That's, uh, I'm going to be honest, probably the number one reason why I picked it. I don't really remember much about DuckTales. I remember that I enjoyed it, but I can't speak too much to this just fire theme song you speak of. But <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm fire. I'm, I'm in line with Kyle. Like, I remember watching it. I know I did, but it doesn't like stick out in my memory above any of these other 30 that I've listed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's it's tough tough sledding out here with uh looking at my list. So um okay, moving on Kyle, you've got the number 2 pick. All right. My number 1 starting number 1 for team Kyle here in the cartoon draft. When as soon as you said cartoons, this is what popped into my head. So I think it just must, it's inherently my favorite. It's one that I've loved forever and ever. It, Tom and Jerry. It's my absolute favorite cartoon. I love it. Even like I would still watch episodes today if I ever see them on. It's just classic. Just they don't even need words. It's just good old fashioned shenanigans, cat and mouse, sometimes a dog. I don't know. It's, it's just a good old family fun. Yeah. Back when cartoons were more about how funny violence was. Uh, right. It just goes back it's to just me being easily entertained. It's all I need. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, Kyle. I knew you were going to pick that as I, I knew you were going to pick it somewhere. I didn't know it would be your number one pick. I knew it was going to fall in there somewhere, though. Glad you got it with your top pick. Good choice. Mm-hmm. I figured it might be left in later rounds, but I didn't want to risk it. I couldn't. It's it's me. I love Tom and Jerry. You're giving it the credit it deserves. Yeah. All right, Luke, you've got the number three pick. All right, so I actually get to go back to back here, given our snake. Back order. to back. Back so, to back. So I, I kind of like Andy. I'm going to use a little strategy. I think my number one's going to be there later. So we're going to wait on that. Uh, the ones I'm going to go with here are very popular. I'm sure sure things you guys have seen much more into like the Nickelodeon shows as I was growing up. So with my first yeah. pick, I'm going to go with Rocket Power. No! Oh, damn, damn it! Damn it! Come on! on. You're pick. welcome. That is, that is a stellar pick. my man. <laughs> I mean, Squid, Sam Dullard, like, I felt like I was him. I was the outcast fat kid who wasn't as good as everybody else, but they still loved me anyway. Right, so I, and... I honestly think he is the main reason why I was so drawn to that show. I feel like watching this cartoon came right in the middle of when I was real into, like, the Tony Hawk video games and, like, just yep. all the fun, like, X game sports. So it was just perfect. But this one is awesome. I love it. There's so much. And this is one of the ones where it's like, it's kind of, there's just a weird little like things that you can say and people will get it. Right. Like just all of their dumb little sayings. And you can, you can throw out the, throw out the fingers and get a little woogity woogity from anybody at any time. I want to say. So can we try to bring that back? Instead I think of we doing should. High, high fives or fist bumps, just start going woogity woogie until the other person <laughs> does it. <laughs> I, uh, full disclosure, huge childhood crush of mine on Reggie Rocket. Oh, oh gotta be. No she was like no the lie. first punk girl you ever met. She had purple hair, maybe a nose ring. I don't know. I think I'm still into girls with nose rings because of her. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like think said, like... About every six months, this pops into my head, and I don't know why, but I swear Tito sang some song that was like, a wiki-waki-woo-wee, the candy trout is free, oh, yeah, don't leave me, a wiki-waki-woo-wee. 
that just pops Tito. in my head. Tito was the man. I tried to look that up, and I, I don't think it exists on Google, so I may have made that song up in my head. But it comes to me like every six months and gets stuck in my head for like a week. <laughs> I will throw out a classic Tito Brutta every now and again. Brutta! <laughs> that and all his old Hawaiian sayings, they were the best, but... <laughs> Full disclosure, on my portable hard drive, I have most of the episodes of Rocket Power. So if we, if we ever want to watch any, just let me know. <laughs> Drop that shit in the Google Drive, my man. <laughs> yes. So moving on, I think going into the second round here, um, going to have to go with one. That I, my sister Bree and I, we watched constantly growing up was the Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. That was a Cartoon Network one, right? No, that was, was on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I never really watched it, but I'm I'm familiar. Like Norbert and Daggett, like Norbert was all cool and suave, and then Daggett was just a complete idiot. And <laughs> I I just loved that contrast, and I I feel like there's a consistent theme throughout a lot of these I wrote down where one of the characters is just completely stupid, and I love it. <laughs> Twister, classic example. Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> not one that I'm super familiar with, Luke, uh, but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny anyone a a sentimental pick. So all right, moving on, Kyle. I think you have the what is this, a number five pick, right? Yep, it is. And now I'm starting to think about strategy too, because I just realized <laughs> what it feels like to get burnt on a pick. Yep. So I don't think you guys are gonna pick my number two, but I'm worried Andy might take my number three, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Adventure Time. Great cartoon. Actually one that Andy and I dressed up as at a breakfast club, which we can get that picture out there somewhere when we tweet the link to this episode. But That's true. We did we did do that. Yeah, so I don't know. I really like that one. Just very entertaining. You never know what was gonna happen. And a just a, a killer theme song once in a while, the ukulele. Yeah, one of that was actually number three on my list, so okay. well played there. You were <laughs> you would have got it on the double pick there. It, I was like, I gotta pick Adventure Time or Kyle's gonna get it. <laughs> so good call there. Um yeah, I a, a great one for like sto- for storyline. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's, so there's an actual like, overarching story throughout the entirety of it, whether it pops up in every episode or not is a different different story because there's a shitload of episodes. But uh, all, all the characters just like feel like they have like backstories and me. Okay, I don't want to say all, but most of the characters. Some of them are just random little weirdos, but I love them too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say it's not in my top five, but I can definitely get on board with Adventure Time. It's one of those I I just randomly popped onto Netflix in college, and it was like, okay, that's Same. good. <laughs> yeah, I think Andy introduced it to me. We just watched it a lot in college, and it was just two guys in their twenties watching some cartoons. Man, what's weird about that? It's fun. Yeah, hopefully there's also no problem with two guys in their soon-to-be 30s doing that because... Uh, well, slow down. <laughs> slow down, guys. I, I don't want to think about 30. <laughs> Whatever, oldies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're on, Luke and I are on the verge, so... All right. Yikes. Anyway, I'm going to move into my... Man. I'm going to move into the sixth overall pick, and I get back-to-back picks here for the snake draft. Starting to bring some strategy into it as well, or continuing to. I'm going to go with the number six pick. I'm going to take recess. I knew one of you would take it. Ah, taking it from Luke. Um, this is this is one that I feel like it was probably only on for like three years or so. 
but like I feel like I watched it forever. Like it was always on like Disney Channel and stuff, even as like way after it was over. And just I mean, every episode is there's something that's really, really funny. The character is very memorable. And, you know, everybody thought that they were, even though I was probably more the Gus of the situation, always wanted to be the the TJ Detweiler, kind of the king of the group and, you know, leading, leading my pals in some shenanigans uh, at recess. Did TJ make wearing a backwards hat cool? I think he might have. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, there was I, the episode where he lost the backwards hat and or he sold it, I believe, for some some sort of like Pokemon cards or something like that, that they were using as currency and had to make his way back and buy it back from, uh, buy it back from somebody to kind of regain his like crown. So. Yeah. I was always aware. I was always aware of your love of recess. So I didn't even try to pick this one. I knew you had it. I, I didn't even want to try it. Nope. Yeah. All right. So moving on number, the first pick in the third round, the number seven overall pick I don't think either of you guys are going to pick this one, but I'm going to take it off the board because this is my number one overall. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Made my honorable mentions, but not in my top five. Still a very okay. good cartoon. Very good cartoon. Moment of truth. Being honest, never seen a single episode. Luke! Other Luke! This is why you'll never be no- the only Luke. This is why you'll stay as other Luke. Come on! <laughs> Because you think Luke has seen them? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't expect him to. He never lets me down. <laughs> I know he's lame, and it's just how it is. I expect more out of you. Um, to be honest, it was probably more, Kyle, this is probably more of like your generation of cartoon watching as a child when it actually came out. I think, Luke, we were probably more like 13, 14 when this was going. No joke, I, I didn't watch very much of it when I was a kid, but came back to it like, within the past five years because I've just seen a lot of talk about it. Like people love it, have, mm-hmm. you know, just, I see it pop up everywhere online. People are like, Oh, this is the greatest show. This is the greatest show. And I watched it and I've probably watched through the series, like, I don't know, maybe like four times now because I, I fell in love with it so much. It's just really, it's another one of those kind of like adventure time where there's a, like the serial aspect of it. The, the continuing story is, is really cool. There's a lot of like, you know, a lot of backstory, a lot of world building. And it's, I mean, it's a kid's show, but it's, it's like very well written and it it has just really like complex characters that aren't just kind of one thing. So I've just fallen in love with it over the years and no lie. It's kind of the show that spurred the idea of this question because I am in the middle of watching it all over again. (laughs) So if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, Avatar, The Last Day of Oh yeah, it's great. Not on Netflix, it was on Amazon Video, right? I believe. I think you can only purchase it on Amazon. You have to like buy it. I, I can't remember if I streamed some on it or not, but it was a while ago when I did. been streaming on various different services. Uh, I actually own the entire series and the successor series, The Legend of Korra, on Blu-ray disc now, so I don't, I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> That's what this list is going to make me buy some cartoon series on Blu-ray. That's definitely what it's going to do. But at the, at the very least, I'm revisiting a bunch of them. I, All right, Kyle, you're up. Number two pick in round three. Once again, I don't think my number two is going to get picked by you guys. So I'll move on to what is my number four, but, but a great one. The first adult cartoon to come off the board, South Park. How do you not uh, fucking love South Park? Absolutely. It's, 
it's lasted for it's lasted forever. Literally my entire life, I think they have there's been South Park. I remember when my brother was in college, I would have been in oh well, my brother was a freshman in college and I was in kindergarten, so that's our age gap. At some point during his college tenure, he brought a South Park VHS home and him and his friends watched it. So that's how long South Park has been around. <laughs> it's just it's withstood the test of time. It's it's a great show to just show on and throw on when you've got nothing else going on. Every episode will make you laugh. And nowadays, it's even like the most culturally relevant show I watch. Like when the election was going on, like now, because like they make their episodes like every week. So mm-hmm. whatever is going on, like current, it's how I keep up with my current events is watching South Park as crazy as it sounds. But it's the truth. Yeah, this it, not on my list, but I I do love it myself. Uh, I highly recommend watching the the like mini documentary they made about the uh, the creative process of the show a few years back. It's I think it's like six days to air something like that is what it's called. It's it's really cool and just like crazy how they how they make an episode in such a short amount of time. Yeah, South Park was definitely a good pick. I had it on my short list of like if something was stolen to mention it. I haven't watched <laughs> much in recent years, but I remember I was actually still in elementary school. And my mom had a friend who would record each episode on a VHS tape. And then when it got full of like six or eight episodes, he'd let us borrow it. Not probably something I should have been watching in elementary school. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it definitely was. It shaped you into the man you are today. That's for sure. Absolutely. It it shaped me into the (laughs) disruptive fifth grader that I was. (laughs) Hey, loyal friend, though. Yes. All right, Luke, you've got back-to-back picks for the end of round three and the start of round four. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead with one kind of off the wall. I don't think you guys would ever say this one, but I want to go ahead and give some credit, and that is Invader Zim. Mm, okay. I knew that would show it, up it's on It's another one that list. I actually watched with my sister, and I I remember just watching it from like start to finish and then restarting it, watching it start. Like, I couldn't get enough of Gurr. Like Gurr is probably one of my favorite characters Gurr. of all time, and I I honestly couldn't even tell you why. He's just adorable, and I love him. <laughs> so not not one that I watched. I did just in like looking up, trying to figure out what cartoons I was leaving off the list. I was looking at through like a bunch of different, you know, top lists of all time. And that shows up on every single one of them pretty high up. And it's always like, wasn't super popular when it aired, but has a huge cult following now. And like, even the fact that I'm aware of it and aware that it's like, like people love it, I think is amazing. So good pick. I knew, I knew someone would would grab that one. Absolutely. Um, so moving on, so we don't drag this out too long. I'll go ahead and make my next pick moving into this fourth round. Uh, I'm going to go with the fairly odd parents. <laughs> so Andy, Solid Andy had pick. mentioned earlier, you had mentioned earlier theme song oh, on my list. I mean, that, I bet we could all sing it right now. It's <laughs> could, but we don't need to. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'd, I'd have to take a beat. I'd have to take a beat to remember it. I honestly remember, <laughs> I hope I'm not stealing anyone's thunder here, but the like pop star guy oh, that yeah. I think was played oh, by yeah. a member of NSYNC. Skylark? I, I remember that, the Icky Vicky song probably as well as I remember the theme song. song. awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> bangers only. I think here with Cosmo, I kind of go back to my theme of that one just really stupid character that I just latch on to and love. It's the, uh, the Joey theory from Friends. You gotta have one just completely dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> it works. That sh- I, so 
I saw recently that like that is that show is maybe still going or like was going up until recently. Like it got canceled and brought back and canceled and brought back. That thing was on. That show was on for so so long, and it was another one that like when I was I, I don't know when my younger siblings were of the age where they were like really watching kids cartoons. It was just always on Nickelodeon. So I I've seen probably like eighty percent of the episodes from that time period. A hundred times, right? And it's it is really good. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, they had it all. They really did. That <laughs> like Timmy's group of friends, they're all just little weirdos. Like Chester was just real redneck, and like Russell Possums and shit. That was awesome. <laughs> like, how do you not love that guy? <laughs> uh, was that sorry? Was that your second pick? Was that the first pick of the fourth round, Luke? I had Invader Zim, and then Fairly Odds. All right. yeah, so I'm up again. Not on my list, so I didn't get it. All right, Kyle, pick number two of round four. All right, I don't think either of my remaining top five, since Luke stole Rocket Power, will be in there. So I'll just go ahead and get my second. Well, I had ranked as number two overall. I would be highly doubt if you guys ever watched it at all, because I think it was just right in your like time frame of being not watching cartoons. But Yu-Gi-Oh, I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I'm all, all in of my on friends Yu-Gi-Oh. had the cards too. And we have battle, and this is one that I have rewatched too because it is on Netflix. And it's just, oh, I love Yu-Gi-Oh! It's so good. I was all on board until they got into like the dice and different stuff. Like I love just that main, like that first season or whatever. The original, the, fir- the first season's real good. Then they do like three episodes where he's playing dice, and yeah, those aren't great. But then they get back into more cards and have like a whole battle city tournament, and there are blimps and the world's at stake. People can use mind control, and it's all over an ancient Egyptian card game and. Man, is that a wild storyline, and I loved it. It was awesome. Like, I remember this being, like, the, the cartoon that I would, like, it would start, like, as yes. soon as I got home on WB4. I assume that's when you got, you always watch cartoons on that growing up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, when it existed. Right, yeah, so, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! would be on when I got home, and I would legitimately, like, get sad when they'd come back from a commercial break, and the guy would be like, and next time on Yu-Gi-Oh!, I'd be like, ah, oh, damn it, it's over. <laughs> I remember feeling feeling sad about that. I actually think growing up, one of my threats was that I was going to send somebody to the Shadow Realm. Oh, well, <laughs> you don't joke about that shit, man. That's that's too far. You did, you took it too far. I mean, so so that was like I, I knew that. I there's another one in a very similar vein, Kyle. That I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to pick it, but I thought maybe you were going to go with. Um, we'll get to it in our honorable mentions if no one picks it. Okay. But uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! was the first show. I, I want to say, Luke, we were in like sixth grade or so when that really was popular. That was the first one where I was like, like I want to like this, but I almost feel like it's like I've missed the boat on it and it's too involved and I don't really know what the <laughs> fuck's going on. So I just avoided it. So I know next to nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh! Other than uh, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Can't Lose. Actually, it's Exodia <laughs> that can't lose. That's fine. Oh, oh okay. but it, we'll catch up. Yeah, but that doesn't—that's not like the Friday Night Lights thing. So it's not as. <laughs> if if you ever get the chance, <laughs> just power through that first season. It's a good one. I won't make you watch more than the first season, but the first season is spectacular. I do just want to say, sixth grade was not too late because I specifically remember in sixth grade, our buddy Cutter and I—we were both like the milkmen for our classrooms. <laughs> yes. We would walk down and get the milk and talk about Yu Gi Oh. Every day. <laughs> this was so there's like that. There's like there's a couple other. I guess I won't won't throw them out there until we get to our honorable Don't mention segment. There's a couple others where I was just like, man, this wild Japanese like anime shit. Like 
I don't get it. I don't think I'm going to get it. And I just like skipped out on it. You might really be hinting at my last one then. Mistake. Huge mistake. I'm saving my number one for last. And I really hope you're not talking about it. Oh, man. All right, Andy, you're up. I'm not going to pick it. All right. I've got got back to back. You're killing us here now. (laughs) All right. uh, So my I'm going to take my number two overall right now. Still on the board. I kind of thought I would be the only one for this one. So left it for last regular show great this one. is it is good it is very good right though. in line with your adventure time pick from mm-hmm. earlier it, it, kind of that I same like sort of feel where it's just associated it's with really each other. out there oh yeah well they aired back to back for right, a while yeah and i think both finished up kind of around the same time but it's it was a it, it's a kid show but like at the same time was kind of like it the the characters match the personality of like like us, us and our college buddies, us, to be honest. Say, us, yeah. <laughs> like like me, me and our buddy Andrew <laughs> loved this show. It would just go around doing like, oh, and like all their little weird shit. We would like appointment watch the new episodes as they came out together. It was it just a blast. Just two slackers working at a park with the absolute craziest stuff happening to them over and over. And I, I don't know. It just matched my personality so well. I fell in love with it and and stuck with it. This that came out, yeah. Like I said, you know, around the time I was in college and just clicked with me. Speaking of it, yeah, like being huge in our college years, we had that giant whiteboard in the living room. I'm pretty sure there's a your artist rendition of Mordecai on there for a while. <laughs> that's, yep, that's <laughs> and there, right. And then there was an episode where Mordecai and Rigsby just wear jorts and have mullets. So of course I love it. <laughs> So of course I love it, but yes. Don't mean to be a stickler for the show, but there are multiple episodes in which that happens. Somehow, we, somehow they made a show where we were the target demographic, and I don't really understand how it happened, but it yeah. did. Yeah, I don't know either, but great, great stuff. All right, so my last pick, There's this is so tough. There's so much on the board. I know. I'm not really sure. I, I don't really know which way I want to go with it. I think I'm just going to take my I need to round this out a little bit with a, an an adult oriented cartoon. This is my number 2 left left available on the list. Uh I'm going to go with Futurama. There you Fantastic. go. It's a great one. So, great pick. This is I I kind of want to say only really worry about like the first 5 seasons before it went off the air originally, but the Simpsons is is really good. Uh, it, it's one of those where there's almost too many episodes now, where you kind of forget where it started and how good it was from the like the first eight seasons. Futurama is like that, except even more condensed. It's like the first five seasons are pure gold, but there are like every episode in that first five seasons is fucking amazing. Like there's not a bad a bad episode. They're all so funny. And I I can still quote from most of them. That's another one where like it's on Hulu. So I will randomly think of an episode and go watch it and then watch like three or more after it. But it's just everything works so well in those first few seasons. It got kind of shitty later on, but I'm just going to ignore that. This That's my all-time favorite like adult-themed cartoon, and I don't think anything else really comes close. It's one of those that also like the older I get, I think the more I like it. Uh, and mm-hmm. for you to say every episode's so funny really kind of upsets me because whether it's the episode with Yancey and the Clover or the episode with his dog. Some are sad. Like, I cry sad, both yeah. of those episodes still oh, to this yeah. day. 
Really, really good point. Yeah, those are. I mean, just but they have the writing is so good, still. right? Well, it's just so great because you don't expect that, and then it's like, oh, like I'm so invested in this show, I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm pretty sure within the the Yancey episode, isn't that the one where they he says, "I'm like the White Larry Bird," like that? That's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not love that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a seven leaf clover episode yeah. and they go they go and dig him up and and Bender's like, You want me to smack up the corpse a little bit? <laughs> Bender is He almost made my final four fictional characters. He was number five. He just got left out. Alright, good stuff. Well that, that rounds out my top five. Kyle, your last pick. My last pick. Very heavily on that Japanese anime theme you were speaking of earlier. Uh, Teen Titans loved that one. Ooh, it was so okay. good. Not the direction you thought I was heading. I know. I I, I know what you thought I was. You had me say. worried there. But, uh, yep. Don't worry, buddy. You can have that one. Teen Titans because it found a way to mix my love of superheroes, but it was superheroes that you'd never really seen before, and they were like kind of kids, and I was a kid watching mm-hmm. it, but they they weren't just beating up bad guys. They did have like emotions and complex backgrounds. And it, I don't know. I, sometimes I'll throw like, I download the Cartoon Network app on my Fire Stick to stream this one. And it, it's still pretty good. It holds up. So you're talking about the I, the original Teen Titans version. Original Teen Titans. Teen Titans, not Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go. That is trash. Teen Titans <laughs> Go is terrible. Okay. I watched an episode of it. Couldn't stomach it. It was awful compared to the original one. The, the, just Teen Titans is so good. I've heard that feedback about the show. I've not really watched the show at all. But on, I don't know, one of the streaming apps, their movie was on it like last month, I think. And I was like, I'll give mm-hmm. this I'll give this a shot and watch the the Teen Titans go movie and actually really enjoyed it. So uh, okay. maybe maybe worth going after. Uh, maybe the, the show itself isn't as good, but it was it was entertaining to me, at least. I have heard that, like the Teen Titans original series is there's like one like a couple of them like there's that and i'm gonna i'm gonna just say it the batman animated series from like the early 90s yes. where like people are like these are the it's best very similar superhero to that. shows superhero cartoons that were ever yeah. made and like i guess i shouldn't say that teen titans goes trash like it's funny it's entertaining but just when you compare it to the original mm-hmm. teen titans you, you can't they're they're apples and oranges mm-hmm. one's trying to be funny and goofy and the other one's like serious and mm-hmm. a little dark and edgy and just shit that 13 year old emo kyle was real into so <laughs> I'll carry that with me forever. All right, Luke. Mr. Well, I don't want to say Mr. Irrelevant because we'll have probably 40, 45 honorable mentions that we are going to have to run through really quick unless this episode is going to go to two hours. Uh, (laughs) What do you have as the last pick on your board? I think we know. I think we know. I think you don't, actually. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. Save the best for last. This is my absolute number one. I I rewatch it occasionally uh i know in college i probably watched through three times at least the first three seasons that is digimon Digimon. Ah, that was the one kyle that was the one i was thinking of when you said Yu-Gi-Oh. i knew that was gonna i i thought that might pop right. up. oh yeah it's so much better than pokemon a thousand times better the show the show digimon is a thousand times better as a franchise pokemon it has the cards it has the video games way superior yes. as a tv show digimon blows it out of the water oh. Uh, always, so fucking good. always a huge fan of, I, I guess I was a little baby. I loved TK and Patamon. Absolutely <laughs> loved them. <laughs> well, he turned into that badass angel thing too, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <That's true>. <laughs> Fun fact. Well, we all lived in the same house in college. I lived in a room with our, our friend, Eric, 
And when we were hungover on Fridays, we would just watch D- Digimon on Netflix. It's what we did to pass the time on Fridays. Oh, yeah. And after every episode, we'd just go, fucking TK, quit being such a little bitch. <laughs> well, that little bitch Loki. was my favorite. And I had a huge crush on Kari. Kyle, what you tried to sneak by there was the fact that you were watching it hungover on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like Sunday morning after a long week. It's like, oh man, thir- Tuesday through Thursday took a lot out of me. And college, the weekend starts on Thursday. <laughs> All right, Luke, sorry to cut you off there. Go ahead. No, you're good. I, <laughs> seasons one and two, they kind of tie together because TK and Kari kind of mm-hmm. kind of go over. So I kind of consider those the same. They're great. And then there was mixed mm-hmm. reactions to the third season, which was Digimon Tamers. But I think it's absolutely amazing. It's it's a, got a lot more like of a serious nature, a lot more like adult content, like one person's going through like this deep depression and stuff. Uh, like, oh, so it, it kind of isn't just a kid, like kids love it, but it's got that darker, more mature tone. So I really love that third season as well. So if you add all three of those seasons together, I think it's just the absolute best. I never got a chance to watch frontier and beyond, but uh, I will, I will die at the stake to defend those first three seasons <laughs> of Digimon. Oh Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, Digimon. Uh, I remember sitting in on a couple of those hangover sessions watching uh, Digimon with you guys. <laughs> the first season I watched through as it aired as well. Uh, really fond memories of that. Great pick. I'm glad I'm glad that someone got it on the board for them. Mm-hmm. All right. So really quick, I'll mention, make sure you guys get at us in the comments and on Twitter and such. Let us know what you think. Who Who won the draft? Who has the best lineup? Maybe what are some others that we didn't mention? We'll run through some honorable mentions at this point. I know I have a list. Shockingly, only about three off of my list were even taken off the board. I couldn't believe it. There, I no joke have twenty five written down. So I've got a lot to to run through really quick. Luke, I know you have a bunch too. Kyle, I feel like we'll come together here. But you you run through your list, and we'll just chime in if we also had it on. Our all right, list. all right. So. Uh, I'm going to run through from top to bottom, although they start to get into no particular order um, once I get past a certain point. Uh, Pokemon, got to be on there somewhere. Yes, absolutely. My number one superhero uh, animated series, X-Men the Animated Series from the mid-90s. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Uh, Darkwing Duck, another, uh, it was kind of a toss-up between that and DuckTales for me, to be honest. Uh, Didn't want to put them both on there. A right, little bit of a dark horse. This is more from Kyle from your era, maybe even after Fillmore. This was a Disney Channel show about a kid who was basically like a hall oh. cop, but he was like a secret agent for a school. Uh, the Weekenders, not ringing any bells with mm. anybody. All right, there's a Wayne Brady sung theme song for that one, so I just wanted to point that out for you. Mm. All right, all right. Nice. Uh, Danny Phantom. Yep, got that one. Oh. Batman, the animated series. I already mentioned that. Uh, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab, the Cartoon Network ones. I can't believe this one didn't show up for anybody. Hey, Arnold. That's definitely on there. Yes. All right. Another, another, these are back-to-back dark horses that I didn't think anybody would come up with. Arthur. That's, oh, I definitely have Arthur on. <laughs> I didn't know if we could make PBS shows. I totally forgot about CBS. Great, great pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, King of the Hill. I mean, I have to have oh, it on the horse. Yep. Uh, yep. The Tick. 
the original animated series, been a couple live action adaptations, but the original animated series was perfect. Gravity Falls, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, The Men in Black cartoon. Don't even know how many people know about it, but another theme song that was absolute fire. And then last on my honorable mentions list, just because of the name alone, Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> and it is I thought you were going to go with Samurai Jack there, but nope. nope. <laughs> it, is, cartoon. it is exactly what it sounds like. And you should at least watch like a, some random YouTube video of it to get an idea of what it's like. Uh, I had to include it just for the name, though. Love it. I think the name pretty much tells me what it's about. <laughs> I don't think I need to explore it. Apparently 100% exactly what you think it was. <laughs> All right. My honorable mentions that are left that haven't been included. In the same vein as my number one Tom and Jerry Looney Tunes, loved all those. Um, the ones that I had left are the adulter ones, um, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. I think Family Guy, like, sometimes it's dumb, but I don't know. All Me and all my friends are dumb, so we just loved it in high school. It was a great high school show, just to joke about with your friends. Um, then as I move on to some Nickelodeon ones, Rugrats, I, I did love Rugrats just because the way the babies would go on adventures and then just always pronounce words wrong. She's so goddamn adorable. <laughs> How do you not love Rugrats? <laughs> Jimmy Neutron, really enjoyed that one too. And then the last one on my honorable mention, a newer one that I still just loved, Phineas and Ferb. Those dudes were just, they were just bros. They were just always finding cool stuff to do during their summer vacation. Like, what more do you want? Perry the Platypus is pretty cool. I love Phineas and Ferb. Sometimes when, like, if me and my roommate are sitting around trying to figure out, like, where what bar we're going to go to tonight, and we finally figure it out, I'll be like, I know what we're going to do today, Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke, what do you got on your extensive list? Well, you guys covered a couple of them, but like I said, I'm, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. So the ones there that mm-hmm. I think we missed were Cat Dog. Uh, Cat Dog. I'm going to throw SpongeBob on the list just because everybody loves SpongeBob, Shit. right? I had him and then deleted it. I was like, someone else will bring it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, was, that was one that I took off my list before I decided we got to do five of these and then just never put it back on. So yeah, good call. Okay. And then I'm going to go with Doug. Mm-hmm. The wild thornberries. Nice. And thought I had another one, but apparently I don't. Okay, so I just want surely somebody made a mix on YouTube of just all these theme songs. So I just want to listen to them all now. Ooh, cartoon theme song power hour. You're welcome. Ooh. Somebody make it. Oh fuck. You won't be participating, sure it's but it's a made. great idea. I mean, I'll You can be DJ. I'll probably <laughs> I just turn that bad boy on and go about my business. <laughs> Next time I'm ever at a party, somebody hands me the aux cord just what I'm throwing on. <laughs> want to do a quick shout out to Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Definitely had a phase there where that was very important to me. If we're talking um, theme songs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I had Blue in my top four, so I got to give a shout out to Blue's Clues. Yep. Yep. Okay. Speaking of fire theme songs, when I babysat, there was always one show I wanted my cousin to watch because I liked it better than all the other shows, and that was Roly Poly Oli. Roly Poly Oli. I do remember that one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> And then just some random ones that probably nobody else has ever heard of. Metabots. I've heard, I know what Metabots is. Okay. Yeah, I definitely loved Metabots. Transformers Beast Wars. 
Oh, that one was awesome. Cause it was like one of the first animated, like not like animated, but like computer generated yeah. animated. I feel like <laughs> it was like 3d and like blow your mind and stuff. That one was cool. And then The last one I wrote down was monster rancher. It was never as big as like the Pokemon Digimon that, but it kind of gave me that same feeling. Wow. All right. Great list. Uh, Kyle surprised Naruto didn't pop up anywhere. I just thought of that one. So, yeah, you're right. Throw that on the uh, Naruto. Throw that on the mentions list. Uh, that's what, man. That's all I got. Dude, <laughs> I've got man. We got to combine all these lists and just share them with each other, and then go do nothing else with the rest of our lives but rewatch all these. Start a second podcast to discuss a different show every week. Uh, Let's see, I, I figured we were gonna have to start a new one just to talk about Game of Thrones, so we can edit it on time. But while we're doing that, we can just talk about other fun shows too. That's an man. That's an awesome idea. We just go through and like watch like the first the pilot episode of a bunch of cartoons and talk about them. If you guys want to hear, oh, that, yeah, let us know. We'll do it anyway. But just let <laughs> us know yeah, suck it. <laughs> All right, man, Jesus Christ, guys, that was so much fucking fun. We've gone so long on this episode as I knew we would. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when Boss Man Luke isn't around. There's no rules. We we don't know when to stop. So, despite all that, this is still Opinions Anonymous. Luke, you've got an opinion of the week for us that I do want to. We'll hit it really quick because, goddamn, this is a long episode. But we got to end with an opinion of the week before we close out of here. What do you have? Okay. So, I am not a hockey fan, not even going to pretend to act like I know anything about hockey. But I'm going to go out with my opinion of the week is that the Columbus Blue Jackets not only beating, but sweeping the Tampa Bay Lightning is the biggest sports upset of all time that nobody's going to remember. Now, just to give you a little context, the Tampa Bay Lightning tied for the most regular season wins of all time for a team. So like the Golden State Warriors in 15-16 won 73 games, and it was a huge upset that they lost in the finals. Imagine if they would have been swept in the first round, how big of an upset that would have been. Like, that is the equivalent of what just happened in hockey, and I don't think it's going to be remembered. So was it yeah. – Luke, you may not know this offhand. Probably you don't because I don't even really know what it means. It's most wins in a season that they have, right? Or is it most points? Because there's some weird difference in hockey. And, and like, overtime losses count different count for, like, a certain amount of points and wins count for a certain amount of points. I'm pretty sure it was wins. They were 62 and 16 on the season. Okay. Then it's most wins. They were tied with the 95, 96 Detroit Red Wings for that based on my internet research right now. And I mean, that's a team like even I understand was fucking outrageous. This wasn't like the, the bulls with their win total where it was like Michael Jordan, everyone else, the Red Wings didn't have Wayne Gretzky, but like their whole team was unbelievable. So that, the fact that they tied them and then, like you said, to get swept, it's a, f- it's a seven game series. Like the right. idea of that is you have those series because you want to find out who the actual best team is. Not, it's not like March Madness where it's like, all right, these guys were hot. To sweep the best team like ever by wins, that, that, that makes, I mean, that makes the like 16 versus one UMBC over Virginia win. I mean, it's got to at least be up there with that. It's it's so crazy. I can't believe. Yeah, I also want to make sure. I don't know if we actually mentioned it or not, but this was in the first round that they were swept. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is the eight <laughs> over the one. The eight seed over the one. 
out outrageous. Go Bee Jackets. Good job. Hold down Ohio. CBJ. <laughs> CBJ. All right. What I mean, that was an opinion that I was was hoping would uh would come up during this episode. So I'm glad it's your opinion of the week, Luke. We'll end on that note. This has been so long. Thanks everybody for bearing with. Thanks everybody for listening. We want to hear your choices for cartoons, anything we missed. Just, you know, get at us on Twitter, Instagram, or at opinions pod. Go to the website opinionsanonymous.com. Leave some comments on this episode's uh blog post and like our Facebook page, of course. I'm gonna cut out of here, guys. Great episode. I've been Andy. I had Kyle and other Luke with me. Thanks so much. Here's to another half year. Bye-bye.